Triple M Breakfast thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale. Shop our huge range of big brand fragrances at the lowest prices. Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros and the Caxton Hotel on 104.5 Triple M and the listener app. This is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. Good man. What are you singing? This song. What was it? Oh, it's the one they're playing on air right yeah. now. There you go. I'll bring it across. Hang on. Dream Police. I live inside of my head. Police. Good thing the actual police aren't inside, inside your head, Marco. Some dark stuff going on in there. Wait, up, upstairs? Way. Nah. Yeah. No, don't worry. No dark thoughts. No black dog. No, I don't mean black dog. I just mean some of the stuff you think about must be. It's not a, that's like more that. obscure than dark, I reckon. Working, um, why are you talking to me? What was that website you told me about the other day? Porn? No, but. <laughs> I had no, I'd never heard of porn. No, a mate of mine told me about it. I haven't checked it out yet. Uh, but <laughs> do we do it together? No, you get when, when you, you get a bit funny working in a funeral parlour for a few years when I was young. I think that influenced a lot of my thinking. Got to have a good sense of humour to work in a funeral parlour because they do stuff with the bodies. And when I die, that's what fine. Sort of stuff? I'll pose for photos, but just don't let my family find. That's out. not true. Bullshit, <laughs> and you know it. That's not true. You do all kinds of messed up stuff. That's not true. But it's weekend at Bernie's. Can people have sex with them? That's necrophilia. What's that necrophilia? Yeah, that's no good. That's grim. That is grim. That's no good. You didn't do it again. Doesn't all sorts of liquids we, is this and going stuff somewhere? come out of them? What's that? Like what? stuff oozes you know what? out you of know them. Something, what is that? Occasionally I had to shave them and you know what happened? I've told Sh- you this their story. Their balls and their vaginas. Yeah, no. Or their faces. Their no bum? one gets waxed after they die. I just mean the their bum? face. I want to make sure if, I'm if waxed when I die. Try to relax your anus. <laughs> I don't want to go in heaven no with a hairy bush. shaving pubes. It's Does your just... hair grow post death? No. Well, that's what post-mortem. they say. And you know what happens? Because the... Um, you get you dehydrate, yes. your face shrivels in, and the hair stays the same length, but it appears that you've grown gross. So I'd oh. have to shave them. Same with nails. They, the yeah. People say your nails keep going after you die. No, 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 your skin restores. It dries, and it yeah. looks like the nails grow. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so probably maybe there's dead people Botox, you know, to pump, oh. give you a bit of, if you want an open coffin. I want to be embalmed, you know, where they fill you with all the fluids so you always just stay pristine. And then what do we do with you? Then what happens? And then I get put into a shrine, a mausoleum, and then you come and visit me. Do you want to? Do you want to be upright, just in a bottle, like a mummy, like a mummified, like clear fish tank? What about if we lie down in a fish tank? No. Who's the Russian? the uh, guy in World War II. Lenin. Was, no, yeah, Lenin is preserved in a museum. You can Vladimir go see Lenin. Vladimir Lenin. Mm. His body just lying there. What, why? Who do you no, think? that's weird. Who will come and visit you? Well, what are you? Well, you my said family, you, I hope. You, you said guys? You to, we could make you a mannequin. Put you in the, well, my shut in the city. Oh. But we'll put you, where do you want to be? David Jones? Scarecrow yeah. style. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant no. a paddock. No. We, <laughs> just to keep the birds away. I'm not like a scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> no. Scare Margo. Scare Margo. Scare-go. We'll use you. Scare Breakfast. Many reasons for celebrating today. What a day. Happy birthday, radio. The actual concept of radio in Brisbane turns 100 today. The first transmitter was turned on on the 23rd of November, 1923, Marto. After the First World War? Yeah, that was 1918 that finished. 
So You've got to well, say that confidently. Don't finish I up. I did. After the First World War. Mm-hmm. Before the Depression? Yes. <laughs> Should you want to go back in time, guys? I've actually found the first ever radio broadcast here no. in Brisbane. I've put together a bit of a package with our wow. mate Digby, who works on the Lovely. show as well. Radio Let's have nerds. a listen. 100 years of radio. Looking back on the journey. 100 years ago today, in a little town called Brisbane, a microphone was switched into the upwards on position for the very first time. Welcome to radio. My name is Gregory Martin, and you are listening to Single M. We have a wonderful show for you today. In fact, I would like to start off by encouraging you to use your telephonic device to call me if you would like to go to England for the 1924 Ashes. You'll need to depart tomorrow because it is a 13-month boat trip, and I will include a bag of limes to prevent scurvy. The number is 13... Apologies for the long number, but more telephonic devices are being invented every day. And on that, big thanks to show sponsor, Alexander Graham Bell, with Bell Lab Industry Phones. And soon after that came the realisation that you could patch in and dedicate a piece of music to your beloved. And next up on Love Song Dedications, Reginald is dedicating a sonnet to Bethany, his beloved who is rather fond of that new craze going around, the tune of Somebody Informed Me. Well, someone informed me you had a gentleman caller whose dad owned a railroad and also had slaves and oil in the family. In 1943, the first radio promotion. Okay, Timothy, are you ready to play Beat the Bomb? Oh, I think Tim's out. Got about the dive bombers. He's out, yeah. No, he's out. All right. A new contestant tomorrow. Followed in the 60s by radio's very first edition of The Fugitive. Okay, is that our fugitive on the line now? Yes, it is. Oh, here we go. Can we get a name? My name is Harold. We have a name. We got a name. Okay, very exciting. Now, if you can find Harold... 100 years and radio is still as relevant as ever. Or at least it is when Optus goes down. Happy birthday, radio. Hadn't done my full match analysis on the uh, on the Subway Soccer Ruse. Oh, did uh, they play against... again? No, 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 no. They played Palestine. Oh, yes. That was it. But it was at 2, 1 a.m. or whatever, and I only just watched the match or most of it last night. Oh, did you watch it? Uh, well, I watched the goal, and that's all I needed to one watch. Nil. There was only that's one, a, isn't one it? Classic nil. soccer. Classic Palestine. How many were, attempts at goal, though? Uh, you know, they like to have 300 shots and only yeah, get one in. Not enough. Okay. Yeah, there wasn't. Not enough. Classic soccer. Yeah. Was it because the uh, Palestinian goalkeeper was that so emotional. extraordinary? He was. He kept he was. fending them all off. He was. Saving goals it, left, right and centre. It was centre. extraordinary. They're full of passion. You should have seen the crowd before the game because, you know, with the current what, situation. situation uh, they were Three of them couldn't turn up, I told well, you. Well, yeah, leaving the country to play soccer when right. that's going on. But it's that's a what, strange world we live in. Well, yeah, I don't want to touch on any of the political okay. side of things. No. I just want to make a statement that I've – 
I've kind of made before, but I want to reinforce it because Harry Souter, our he's nearly what is he about one ninety eight, so he's about six foot six, six foot seven. Oh, he's big. Let's say he's six foot seven. Harry Souter. What position does he play? He's a defender, so okay. he plays at the back. So he's very good laterally. You saw him at the Soccer World Cup last year. He was a revelation, mm, didn't and it. I'd never heard him speak. I knew that he played his soccer over in. In Scotland, but I didn't actually. Aussie I Harry. Thought he, I thought yeah. he was Aussie Harry until yeah. I heard him talk. Yeah, great feeling to be on the score sheet again. I oh. never take it for granted. You know, scoring for for your country is yeah something really special, and yeah, <laughs> it's just getting sweeter and sweeter. Okay, sweeter and, and, and the reason is. We've got to get a tall Scottish guy. I think either mother or father is Aussie. doesn't matter. But the pr- thing is, he's tall and he can move quite well and he can kick. Who does that remind you of? What other sport in Australia? AFL. Thank you. And and as I've said before, we've got suburbs playing each other with 100,000 idiots at the MCG watching, oh, look at my suburb. Oh, boo, your suburb. We've got a world game here to win. We could be the best nation on earth if we had tall people who could kick and we're actually mobile. Mm. That's the game of AFL. If we got them, no other country's got what we've got. Mm. They haven't got these athletes that can move around like this. This bloke, we had to get him from Scotland. Hey, what are you doing, mate? you got an Aussie mother. Come over here, Harry. He has scored. He's a defender. He has scored in his 21 games for Australia. He scored 10 goals. That would be... Aussie Harry. Aussie Harry. That would be like Dan Merritt playing fullback for the Lions and getting 40 goals for the season. Mm. It, it, it's, it's just extraordinary. It's a gimme. <laughs> we are killing. We would be the best soccer nation on earth if we had three Harry Suiters. If we had three, name someone who's tall. Well, imagine Harris well, Andrews playing about, soccer. Oh, bloody hell. Freak. What about Usain Bolt? He's tall. He yeah. moves well. And he's they, fast. Oh, look, I make 800000 a year playing AFL. Well, bloody hell, Harry Suiter makes twelve to $15 million a year. Does he? Yeah. Well, I made that bit up. Can oh. someone Google that? But it's something like that. Yeah. Imagine Lockie Neal. Yourself, Can mate. you imagine Lockie Neal kicking a soccer ball? Oh, is this what it sounds? He's not very tall. No, but have you seen the calves on him? Yeah, Holy true. But I want Jesus. tall because you can't do anything about it. You're not allowed to touch What about it, some of those basketballers wasting their time on the... No, but they use they their... Break. Yeah. They break easy, those guys. Oh, yeah. They just okay. snap in half. No, you need you need hard men. So right? what are you saying? From now on, just cancel AFL. Do you want to write the memo to Melbourne? Shut right. the MCG down. No, if you're cancel. a kiddie... We don't do the oval. Transfer the draft to the soccer. That's right. If you're a little kiddie, you're a 17-year-old with muscles and you're six foot seven. forget the draft. Just go straight over. England go, look at me. EPL, I here kick, I come. I can run. You'll get a mid Harry no, Suter's just... contract at Leicester is yeah. worth $26 million. Oh, right. well, that, $26 million. million. You're wasting your time playing AFL, kiddies. Marto, Margot and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane ass. Hey, I'd love to hear from the men out there that have a brother that they either really, really love, but at one point they hated. Present. Or maybe you still hate your brother. Uh, because... I worry for my boys. I've been really concerned and I've vo- been voicing this to Corey lately that our boys fight a lot That's and they really don't. seem to not like each other. There's oh, three, no, no, don't worry about that. There's three years between them and I'm thinking, you know, like I want I want them to bond, I want them to be close, I want them to be each other's best friends, you know. They will be. That's they, how they do it though, but the, by wrestling each other. The, yeah. They literally, like Wiley antagonises Jagger. So Wiley's 12, Jagger's mm. 9 yeah. and Wiley, anta- he's just an antagonist. It's in his personality. He's a bit mm. of a pest. And he's very competitive and he's very A-type. That's his, that's his job as an older brother. Jagger is also very competitive, but 
but he's softer. He's more gentle. He's more emotional. He's not as, you know, rough and tumble as Wiley and antagonistic, but he likes to be competitive. And Wiley's always jibing him and jabbing at him and poking him and, you know, wrestling him and getting too competitive. And I'm like, mate, you're 12. Just bring it down a notch. He's only nine. Oh, he'll sort him out. But that's what I fear. I feel like Jagger's actually going to turn around one day because I think he will be bigger than Wiley and he is actually going to snot him one. Yeah, and, of course he will. But I don't happen. want well, it to get to that. I, I don't problem? mind the play fighting. No. I just don't want them to actually hate each other and oh, no, physically no, no. Like, belt yeah, the wait, crap wait, out of each other. Let's go to the expert in the room. My brother was eight years younger, so I was never able to hit him and uh, we didn't hit each other, okay? It, it would have been brilliant. But you yes. have got what? Go through your family. I've got two little brothers yes. who are about two and a half years apart from and me. You and you niggled them. I bet you niggled them and eventually. Big One fights. of them hit you. There were some big fights. It's not how you fight, Margot. It's how you make up as brothers because we would snot each other and fight and wrestle and then half an hour later we'd be playing Mario Kart together. Yeah. And yeah. I love my brother so much. Now, today, I should probably talk to them more, yeah. but God, we used to fight when we were younger. And I think Tomato's What point, did your mum do, though? Like, did she just yell, that stop boy. fighting? Stop fighting. That's all I You two, enough. He was a big one. Don't fight inside. Take Get it outside. Out. <laughs> Go wrestle each other on the lawn. Yeah. But, God, I look back on those days now yeah. so fondly, and I love my brother so much. And to Mardo's point, it does toughen you up a little bit. Oh, God, God yeah. That's sh- why the youngest is always – is your youngest in your family the toughest youngest bloke? No. Oh. He's the tallest. He's Jordan, not the toughest. The middle one is probably the toughest. Oh, yeah. right. So you reckon I'm at the beginning of this. This is oh, going to continue joy. for some years this is to just come. Joy. They haven't even hit puberty yet, which is no. when they get most aggressive. My one regret is that I didn't have sisters. God, I was shit with ladies because uh. all I knew how to do was wrestle other men. Yeah. yeah. And then you do it to girls and it's not <laughs> They don't like it as much. Yeah, especially at the nightclub. No means no, Daniel. <laughs> one, triple, three, five, three. At the bar. You want to wrestle? <laughs> no. You're inappropriate. I'd be wearing a mouth guard at the bar. Let's go, girls. One, two, three, five, three. Sibling, like brothers fighting. Like, do you have memories of fighting with your brothers? I want to know, did it turn out positively or was it maybe not so positive? Uh, Maybe Maybe you don't have a relationship with your brother anymore because of it. I don't know. Like, are they just too much chalk and cheese that it just, it won't work? You know, like they're just going to end up not liking each other forever. Fighting is important to men. Yeah. Fight, when you're growing up, fighting is really important yep. to young men. Mm. It's, almost, why, how, it's almost how you bond, bizarrely. Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't like got I a brother, said, you've got to find a mate to do it with all the time. Or you go and play footy. Mm. Margo, it's about how they make up after. Yeah. That's what it's about. Get, all right, now you've had a fight, you've disagreed, now get back together and do something. Go no worries. Bonding. No, yeah. you'd get some food and you'd try to steal food off each other and everything would be fine. Talk to Darren in Red Bank Plains. Daz, what do you want to say, mate? Yeah, Margo, you've got nothing to worry about. My two boys growing up, they're the same age as your two in three years apart. They used to punch the living daylights out of each other, very competitive on the soccer field, yeah. off the soccer field at home in the backyard. One now plays for Australia, um, Indigenous side, and but they are the best of mates. They turned out in their 20s now, they are the best of mates. Oh, they on. love each stop, other dearly, st- so you've got stop, nothing to worry about. Stop the show. What do you mean they play for us with the one plays for Australia? In what sport? Um, soccer for Not the indigenous the... side, Marto. Sorry, yeah. no, that's, that's all right. Good. Don't be sorry, Darren. That's unheard. unreal. Like, it's always swept under the carpet. And listening to Margot with her kids playing soccer, I've wanted to reach out to, yeah. to get your kids to come and watch maybe one competition when they play next season. Yeah, yeah they'd love um, to, Darren. What are they called? Um, they well, they just Australian indigenous side. Yeah, okay. um, uh, Joey's, I think they're called the Joey's. Um, and what's also, your son's name? 
Um, Buddha or Daryl. Buddha's unreal. Thanks for the call, Thanks, mate. Darren. And Darren's telling it as it is. And they, that's the thing, because one of them plays rugby league and one of them plays soccer. Yeah. Whenever they get together and play the other one's sport, it's like, oh, I'm better than you at it, or you suck, or you can't kick. or That's what brothers all, do. And they, rest, they end up wrestling, and oh. I'm like, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Have a listen to this. We've got classic. an expert. Mick, an expert. Mick, apparently you come from a big family. What's the story? Yeah, mate, I'm the oldest of nine. Oh, um, okay. How many boys? Yeah. Eight of us were boys. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> so we, we, we had, well, it was pretty good for the neighbourhood cricket games and football games. We were all uh, easy to get a side up. Yeah. But we, yeah, we, some of our fights were spectacular. Like a brawl. We're, oh, it was. We used to beat the crap out of each other at times. <laughs> now, what did but, your mother do? Did she sit back and just let you go at it, or did she get involved oh, and yeah. st- stop uh, it? She had to. You know, um, she she really, as, especially as we got older, because Dad died when we were fairly young, so she was on her own with nine kids. Wow. Mick, Mick, so, I, yeah. Mick, I used to have a set of boxing gloves at our place if there was ever trouble, and you just throw them. Maybe I could do did that. You, did you ever do think of that? Because you can't get hurt as badly if you've got gloves yeah. on. What, did you ever yeah, do that? <laughs> we had gloves on because uh, back in the day, my old man was a golden gloves boxer. So oh, bloody to... hell. Oh, there you go. Mick, That's I want to know about your sister, the one girl. <laughs> was she a tough nut? Oh, she still is, mate. Oh, yeah. I, keep, I keep commiserating with her husband. So. <laughs> Hold on. Let's talk <laughs> about he must have been under some pressure. If he's the bloke trying to um, go out with your sister, he had oh. eight blokes keeping an eye on her. Oh, Jesus. On him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Poor he bastard. Did. He's got an incredible <laughs> amount of brother-in-laws, doesn't he? Yeah. That's cool. And, Mick, just I want to test a theory on you that we developed at college out at UQ when I went there. Do you all eat really fast? Because we like, noticed like that people with more brothers, because, Margot, if you want to go back for seconds, you you got to oh, out-eat all your everybody brothers. Else. Oh. Are you a quick yeah. eater, Mick? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Still him. Can't it's get out of the habit. Snuffling <laughs> Did up. Did anyone <laughs> ever get their fingers stabbed at the dining room table? Uh, no. We, Surely. Oh, re- yeah, when it. you're reaching out, someone will hit him with a knife. Uh, no. Oh, we used to get uh, that. would be just a smack across the chops. <laughs> Are you all still <laughs> the best of mates now, Mick? You all still love each other and talk to each uh, other? Yeah, yeah, we do. We, oh, three of them, unfortunately, have died. But, oh, I'm um, sorry. We still, yeah, we still get on. We still catch up occasionally, and yeah, we we sort of go out back back when we played. Few of us played football together. We got older, rugby league, and uh, I remember getting kidney punched once <laughs> by your brother. Up the <laughs> oh, no, no, by another player. I turn around to chase this guy and punch him. Hey. Just back back then you could, and. Uh, before I got to him, yet my other brother come from the side. Just oh yeah, out. to defend your honour, that's beautiful. Great that's, story, Mick. That's the other thing, Margot. Oh, Only I am this. allowed to mess with my brother. If yeah. anyone else steps yeah. in, it's game on. You two, or you, know, you against the world. In the case of his seven other brothers, no one else messes with my brother yeah. apart from me. I love that. You feel a little bit better? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, they'll be fighting when you get Let home. Them fight yeah, on. put yeah. some gloves on them. I think. Good luck with school. Got seven weeks of school holidays fighting. Don't you know Marto, Margo and Dan on the radio. Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. Hey, speaking of PGA, we had uh, Cam Smith on the show last week talking about his uh, return to his beloved Brisbane. Where did he grow up? He grew up at Bray, Bray Park. Bray Park. Yeah. Loves fishing Went in the river there. Went to school at Pine there. Rivers High, played golf at one team at golf club. Fished in the 
River, River Pine, Pine River. Uh, well, he's back in town, and you're going to be seeing him out at the party hole uh, this week, Marto. But he's Love down it. at our uh, the hallowed turf in the cauldron at Suncorp Stadium yesterday. Did you see this? What yeah. was going on? Well, apparently they were a part of some lawn mowing competition, and so I just thought I'd bring a bit oh, of this. No, what are you doing? Thank you, Margo. Oh, Thank you. Do- you. Why would you do this? <laughs> Go. Uh, it said, I'm in Brisbane till the end of January. I'll have plenty of time to catch up with the boys, get out on the training field. This is the Broncos he's talking about. And show them how it's done. I always love Brizzy coming home to family and friends. It's such a great city. I always miss it when I leave. He was out there with Leishman. What's his name? Mark Leishman. Australia's second best golfer. Mark Leishman. Uh, they were given a tour of Suncorp by Broncos winger Corey no. Oates. No, that's rubbish. While taking doing... part in a mowing contest. Mowing contest. And did you see what happened? No. Because the, they were using a clutch, they were using a cylinder mower, oh, like a big Scott Bonner thing. Missed the clutch. Stalled it. Mark Leishman wins. I don't know what sort of mowing cha- – what is a mowing challenge? Like, yeah, what's mowing. it based on? This is the problem with this sort of rain. If you don't stay on top of your lawn, it'll get out of control. Like they've had to get Cam Smith and Mark Leishman to help at Suncorp because the, the grass has gone crazy. That doesn't mean – when was the last concert there? Motley Crue? What are you doing? Sometimes during lawn porn, the bike's – just fade Turn out. it back on. Thank you. Um, how long is this going to go? No, how long is it going to go? Did you read further in the article? Listen to this. Cameron Smith, you know how much he loves the Broncos. Mm. He Which wants one? to be part of the Las Vegas weekend. Of course right. he does. Everyone's. Are we still trying to get on that junkin? Who can we mention? Cameron Park Smith. For hire. Yeah. Oh, Cameron Smith. We might be able to go with him. We could be his chaperones. He's got money. Huh. Now you've got me interested in lawn porn somehow. See, well, it's va- well, there was a lawn-based Vegas trip from Anthony Seabold too to go over and do grass Check the scouting. Grass scouting because yeah. they play on AstroTurf over there, and Anthony Seabold's like, no, 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 we need proper grass. Now I'm on board. If you the can get Buffalo me to Vegas, kind. Vegas mm. to mow, lawn. I'm happy to mow the mow the stadium. Sir like Walter, it's some sort of promotion. A buffalo. Well, I'll, I'll take What's whatever they got. What's the best grass got? to play rugby league on? Cooch, what's Snowy think? Our producer. I'd oh say Cooch. Cooch is for AFL, certainly, and cricket. They've got yeah, you want low grass. How did I end up doing? I know. <laughs> uh, 13353, what do you think would be the best lawn to play so rugby apparently league? too thick. No, too thick. The blade's too wide. Problem Cooch. with him Cooch. going over to mow in Vegas is then he'll take the lawnmower on the plane, and you know what happened at the regatta many decades ago? He ended up mowing the mowing. carpet <laughs> regatta. Gets you cannot service. be mowing a, a Boeing. No, no Boeing, Boeing a Boeing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine that. Triple M breakfast. We want to go back in history because radio actually turns... In Brisbane today, the concept of radio turns 100. Happy birthday, birthday. radio. The first transmitter, Marto, was turned on on the 23rd of November, 1923. And the radio archives, the people who tracking. They popped in yesterday and they they said, is there anyone who was there at the start? And I said, well, I wasn't working on radio back in 1923, but I do remember it. It's 1923, and welcome to radio. Well, yeah, I remember, but I was only young, obviously. Uh, when radio started, I, I used to listen to the legends of Brisbane radio, like Ian Skippin and Jamie Dunn back in the 1920s, and <laughs> they'd talk about the war years and, and the Great Depression. Ah, oh, hundred years. Where's it gone? Nice. Where's it gone? Where's it gone? Where's it gone, mate? Mm. Excited to be a part of the next hundred years. Yeah, might I mm. still be here? <laughs> <laughs> Triple M Breakfast.
Hey, there was a bit of news came through the other day in the Himalayas. They were digging a tunnel and it collapsed. Oh Did you remember that? And they said it's suspended and we said, oh, maybe they suspended it while they were watching the cricket. We, yes, that's we, uh, we said that. I said that. Um, and no one has died, which is good. The first images of 41 trapped workers in India, uh, that is in a tunnel, have been released, showing about a dozen men in seemingly good condition. They have been trapped in the Himalayan Highway Tunnel following a cave-in 10 days ago. All right, everyone clear? This is Beaconsfield, okay. but with 41 blokes mm. instead of just mm. the two. And they got this little pipe down there and they were able to pass them um, a little bit of food and they wanted to go, is everyone okay? And they took photos of 12. They look surprisingly well, well for 10 days. Incredible. They must have had some food or something. Thin. Anyway, They would have been thin, lost some weight. Oh, way. God, yeah. Well... And it's good because a lot of them Indians are very good to deal with their families, etc. Wanted to pass on messages. One worker sent a recorded message out to his mother. I am fine. Please, you and father, eat your meals on time, he told her. Oh. Is there something lost? Is that really what he said? Lost in translation, do you mean? Yes, I think so. He's worried about them them because they'll be worried about him and so they won't be eating. So he's like, please don't, like, stop your routines, perhaps. I'm fine down in the hole. I'm fine. Sweetie. I haven't eaten in 10 days, but I'm all right. I've got two kids under the age of five. I'd be happy to go into the hole for a little bit. With 40 other blokes. Yeah. Holly Breed is humor ain't clean with this handlebar mustache. He looks mean as Holly Breen. Oh, so I should get you up to speed on the party hole, the golf today. Marto's, Marto's headed out to the golf today. And oh, we yeah. want, so are you. We're inviting people into his party hole, mate, at Tempo. Does Harley oh. know that the PGA is on here in Brisbane at the Royal oh, Queensland mate, Golf Course? I've course? never missed one. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Always there. Hey, it's great to be in with you today. You know, I was driving in and um, I, uh, I, I came across the brand new multi-million dollar commuter car park. And can I say, is it impressive? What, what, the what? Gateway Bridge? Do you know what it's called? It's called the Bruce, Bruce Highway. Highway. <laughs> That's good. That's hey, good. Um, I just thought I'd give a word of warning as the um, months are getting hotter. To just uh, to all the, the, the great Queenslanders, as you put on the uh, Queensland safety boots, as the other wuss states call thongs, mm. um, just be careful out there because um, I took a little slip. You've got your thongs on. I'm yep. just looking a, at now, them. Now, have a look at the different colour of my toes. Oh. Yeah. One's have a, a look bit at bruised, yeah, a big toe. That. What's what happened have you done? Here? I was just walking around just to uh, grab myself a little treat from the local servo and... Um, just slipped on the ground yeah. and I've broken my big toe. Oh, just, who would have thought oil no, and water was yeah, slippery? Oil and water. <laughs> Didn't, I wasn't climbing over anything. Uh, I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't your running. Tread. You're sue? saying check your tread check on your, your tread. On your oh, I was going to say, are we suing well, well, them? Yeah. Well, that's silly. You're not going to sue somebody because mm. they're going to show us the underside of your thong, sir. Oh, that's out, yeah, that's out of date. Yes. Oh, I God. didn't even think about suing. I should do that. One, yeah. Hang on. One right. question for you, Harley Brain. <laughs> the RBT. Mm. Sir, well, have you been drinking well, today? <laughs> no, but I might have had some Isn't cannabis this morning. Of course I have. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, your insurance is voided, sir. Good luck in the future. Triple M Breakfast. Great to be here. Yeah, buddy. Not Just to be confused good. with Harley Reid. Who's that? Well, the guy AFL that got drafted player. in the AFL. No one. Young bloke. That's who that is. Flume's name is Harley. I was mistaken for him in the uh, Hold on. in the Flume the, band. the Flume, Flume, the uh, oh, singer, the, yeah. the producer, the DJ. whatever I love he that is. Song. Yeah, his name is Harley, and it was um, printed in a in a newspaper. Oh. Harley Breen. I'm like, geez, I'd love to have his did, money. Did yeah. you get his, get his arias? Who's yeah. the world leader? <laughs> well, who's the world leader of, of Harley? Harley's. Me.
Right Harley here. Davidson. No, Harley that was the last Davidson. Name. That was two oh. two families, uh, the the, the, the Davidsons and the Harleys that joined to make that company. Don't anyway, know. that's not what I came to talk about. No, no. I came to talk about neighbourly love. Now I've talked about my neighbour Daphne a few times, and um, sometimes I've been a little bit disparaging about the my elderly neighbour just to refresh everybody. Um, she just comes into my house. She just, she just pops just over. Mon- I made silly little jokes about um, being naked in your backyard with, with my wang <laughs> yeah, out. You exposed yourself to her. That's not yeah. lie. About that. Well, it's my that's house. Why she keeps coming did, back. And it's yeah. his wang. Well, that's he right. Can do whatever he wants. I made the wrong move. Um, she was also born during wartime. She um, met a brother she didn't even know she had. Quite incredible. But anyway, I've got to tell you, I'm on board with her. I think she's great. It's good. She pops over. We have a little yarn. The other day, I was doing some work in the backyard and she was at the fence and just beckoning to the children to come over, which is great as I'm trying to teach them to not talk it's to strangers. strangers. <laughs> But Daphne's part she's of the family now. Well, she is. Yeah, she's got a key. Um, I didn't give it to her. But um, <laughs> she, she, can, she can, got one cut in her time. <laughs> Did she talk about the old family who moved out of the house? Like they, That's who she really knew well. Yes. Does she tell you about the old? Oh, yeah, know, she's like, told me one of the stories several yeah. times now, like yes, it's the first time. I bet she has. <laughs> Great. Um, so I was working in the backyard and I went over initially and what she had was just a fistful of Monopoly money that oh. she was handing to the children. Mm-hmm. And I was like, great, that's more shit I've got to pick up. Um, and I went back to do my work. I was working on a, a tree house. I built a dog house yeah. and now I built a tree house. Dog won't go in the dog house and my kids don't play in the tree house. So um, could have just built myself a shit. But yep. um, <laughs> anyway, I'm a family man. So I just, I just stopped going over every time she'd come back and she goes, I found some more and just mm. kept giving this Monopoly money to, to my, my four-year-old and my six-year-old. I don't know. Yeah. She thought it was fun. And she, goes, and she yells across the yard at me. She goes, I don't know where it's all coming from because it was just all all over the street, and I went. Oh well, probably children. Daph, they've, they've yeah. probably just been piffing it out of their house. Now you're picking it up and bringing it over to my oh house. My. It went on and on and on. <laughs> Loads of this stuff is coming over the fence. I'm like, how, much? how many games of Monopoly has she got? Yeah, and how it? much money is there actually in, in a Monopoly? In a Monopoly until Monopoly. we're at the end of this, Not, like a few fistfuls, mate. Yeah. If she's still piffing it over, there's right. weirdness going on. It here. went on for about an hour. Until I realised that she was handing it over the side fence, and my oh. six-year-old was running to the front fence and oh, throwing, throwing it over it. that fence, and the wind oh, was blowing. <laughs> Gave us something to do, though, didn't it? Model, Margo, and Dan, you can listen in the car wherever you can. Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo, and Dan. Listen, I've got more evidence of soft behaviour at schoolies week. It oh, continues. No. It's now, like a lot of them will be coming home. They've just had enough. These are COVID kitties, don't forget, who were... They're TikTok kitties too, Marto, don't mm, forget. Well, and they're, they're, they're very compliant because that's what we found out. They like being told what to do by the government, shut them down during the thing. They're digital kids Ooh. too, aren't they? They're online. They don't like to interact. Listen to some of these stats coming out of schoolies, and I'll say it again, not for the first time, soft! Since Saturday, 10 schoolies have been arrested compared to 40 this time last year. Shameful behaviour. That that is just disgraceful. In our day, if you were, weren't a hundred, if the if the jails weren't just bursting, fl- bursting the seams, you'd go, oh, quiet night, hey. <laughs> Hundreds of per night were arrested. It's quite incredible. There was fights everywhere. Yeah. There was all sorts of shenanigans going on. I don't know where Tom Tate was yesterday. You know the mayor of Gold Coast. The but need for speed. I don't know where he went to, but he trotted out these assistant. What's her name? Donna Gates. Donna Gates. Right. Yes. Well, Donna Deputy came mayor. out. Interesting what Donna had to say. Have fun, uh, stay safe, 
And don't forget to ring your mum, tell her you love her. All right, and that's the problem with our society. If you're not getting your stomach mm. pumped at schoolies, uh, you haven't tried hard enough. That's right. That was my schoolies. Uh, exactly. Thank does you. not endorse or support the views oh. and opinions of one Margot Renee Parker. Growing Thank up you. in Tanamera has clearly diminished her mental capacity. That's oh, right. well, I woke up with Watch my nipple pierced too. Are you going to play that again? Yep. Triple M does not endorse or support the views and opinions of one Margot Renee Parker. Mm. Growing up in Tanamera has clearly diminished Don't her mental capacity. Don't get it out. Capacity. Is she reaching for a shirt? I hope that nipple's healed up. Now, listen, what I do want to say is bring your mother... You know what? Yeah. No one ever says ring your dad, dad and tell him you love him because the only reason we all know the only reason you ring your dad is for two things. Uh, dad, don't tell mum. That usually starts with dad. Don't, <laughs> don't tell, tell mum. Mom, I'm in a bit of strife. Yeah. You're either in jail or you need some money. Money. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ring your dad. Sometimes please. both. Like, yeah, dad, I'm in jail and, and I need money. Don't worry your bloody <laughs> this mother. This man's with trying it. to molest me. <laughs> he said, I need to give him $100 and he won't. He won't. Get the Toyota forklift advantage. Visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Mardo's Thought on Sport. Oh, our victorious World Cup one-day winning cricket side arriving home. Well, in dribs and drabs, they all started coming to wherever they live around Australia and stuff. Of course, a few of them are still over there, but I read through our... Because we're playing four T20 matches against India. All about money, money, money. So we've got to play four of those. I looked at the team and went... I don't know, half of these bikes is like reading the Wallaby team or the Subway Socceroos team or something. Is that different to the IPL? Yes, or yes, this yes. Is the IPL? This is international T20, whereas the IPL are franchises and Mumbai oh, okay. plays against Colt Like Margo, same game, right? We're talking oh, same 20, game, 20, 20 overs each way. Yeah, same so who's sp- paying them, though? Um, India, because the all four games will have 100,000 people and a billion people will be watching and someone will make a lot of money and they'll just trickle down to the players. Can I ask one more question? Oh, Bloody so oath. the four players that are staying over there, who are they playing for? No, I think for? there's seven They're of not them. Playing They'll play for Australia. Australia. Oh, they are. Yeah. yeah, and we shipped a few other people, like another okay. eight or so, and said, right, that's our, that's our T20 because the one-day team, that's over. It's different. T20, slightly different team. Pat Cummins came home and he said he was at, you know, he just went, oh, I'm still loving it. Every half an hour or so you kind of remember that we just won the World Cup and get excited all over again. So we're still buzzing. It's been awesome couple of days and, yeah, I think we'll be smiling for a fair while. Sorry, who's yeah. ringing on an old-style rotary phone? Is that Donald Bradley? <laughs> hour, so you kind of remember that you won the World Cup. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> It'd be someone with a mobile. Is that what it is with a ring? old-style ringtone? Margot, think kangaroos <laughs> like Australian footy for this. Yeah. Like, so they rip them out of the big bash, the clubs, yeah. and they make the best Aussie team. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so but wouldn't the best Aussie team be the guys who just played yeah. in the World Cup? No, no, no. 50 50. Come on, mate. No, I enjoy talking cricket with you. Different Because it's. I'm s- but it's essentially the same thing. It's oh. hitting a ball with a bat and catching it How out in the you. field. No, you How don't get it. There's just less overs. She doesn't How get it. How Is there 20 overs compared to 50 you overs? Know what, you know what? Pat Something. Cummins made the point. Um, the test team is almost the same as the one day team. So the 50 over per, you know, yeah. 50 over game is the same as the test. They're almost the same team okay. as a five day cricket. And But the T20, they're real specialists. Why? I was so attracted to you Why? before when you mentioned the AFL draft, and you've just ruined it by not knowing anything about bloody cricket. Excuse right. me, I knew that there was 20 overs in the T20 and 50 in the one day. Say the name of the AFL number one draft pick. Just say his name for me again. Hey, listen. Harley Reid. Thank you. I'm back on board. Can you stop murking the water of a, clearly what I'm talking cricket Sorry. with AFL because it confuses people. So who are the specialists in the T20? Oh, bloody hell. Um, give me the paper. This could take a while. Well, uh, no. But who have Stoinis. we sent over? So we've, who, no, with, okay, who are the four that have stayed? 
No, there's seven that have stayed. Seven. Glenn Maxwell, Maxwell, Travis Heads. Travis Heads still over there. Actually, that's what they wanted to talk about because they were celebrating. They were on it for two days after they won the other day against India. We had pretty much two days of, yeah. of celebrating, which was nice, and, and, and just to really soak it up and soak it that's in. That's Actually, just a cheat. <laughs> he was Marnus pissed. Margo, is he still drunk? His eyes were rolling no, around in his head. No, no, <laughs> stop that. He was he's blocked. probably listening Allegedly. now. So he's back home, okay? And as he makes oh, the point he here... And have a listen very carefully at the end of this, okay? okay? He hasn't seen his kid. He's got a little, little baby oh. and for three months, okay? He got the worst part out of the way. It's great. Well, have a listen <laughs> right at the end how quickly he just, you know, hands... The- After three months away, Marnus Labashane was greeted by the two people who mean the most. I'll give you to mum. Did you hear that? I'll give you to so mum. So he gets home after three months. She gives him the baby and he goes... Oh, hey, okay, you can back now. <laughs> he's worried he'll drop the baby because he's, he's pissed. pissed. And I know oh, you're listening, Marnus. No. We have to play Travis Head, Marto, because oh, he, he was the drunkest. He was the drunkest of all of them. Marta. No, well, this is this is the other guys. He can't talk still, but they're talking for him, okay? Because he's been. They're going. There's not, they can't pick him. He's still over there. They're saying, but they can't pick him. He's furious. He has to play again. It is astonishing that there's another game on tomorrow. Um, that's hard to fathom. Um, it's hard to fathom how those guys are going to be playing in a day's time. I'm no selector or coach, but uh, if he plays that game, it'd be a miracle. <laughs> Travis said should not be driving. They have not slept and they got to play cricket again. They're like, well, what is happening? Triple M Breakfast. Hey, guys, as much as fun I had yesterday at golfing, there was an element of just being annoyed by my husband. Well, remind everyone, you're you're not a regular golfer, once no. a year golfer. Once a year and golfer. Yes, that was the day. We, we started a thing called Swingers Club, and um, you know, swinging the golf club. Yeah, it's a play hilarious. on term of words. It's like party uh, we're hole. We're not actually swapping husbands and sleeping with them. No. Um, but yet. yesterday, not I probably yet. totally could have <laughs> traded in my husband because he gets he gets really excited. Corey's like a big kid, <laughs> I know. and he gets really excited, and he'll be in the car driving our dog to the Cairo listening, and I love him very much. Why is he driving the dog? <laughs> the show has to stop occasionally How for did you think you could drop that and we I would move on? probably shouldn't have said it. <coughs> uh, well, right, you know, just... Andy hurt his hind leg, our yeah. seven-year-old black poodle, and he try, he tries to get out. He's a bit of a escape artist and he tried to get out and he yeah. caught himself on the fence and then he jumped over a, a retaining wall yeah. and he tore a ligament in his leg. And so over the last eight weeks, Corey's been massaging it and rubbing this ointment mm, into it, taking him to the Cairo, Cairo. to try and fix but how does we need to be careful because Cairo's code for the kids, you know. He's off to oh, the Cairo, the f- no. Cairo farm. He's living no, he's, at the Cairo, guys. He's yeah. going out to Dr. Dan and Robert Humphreys at Stockley. Dr. Right. Cairo. He does horses. Mardo, right. maybe your horse that's on the treadmill, the treadmill. should go out and see but, the Humphreys vet clinic. you know they massage if you go to the Cairo? I oh, know I've never been to one, so I shouldn't speak, but like they massage. Does that feel better? What do you do with the dog? Does that feel better? I'll tell you what to do with your horse. They manoeuvre... They manoeuvre the bones. They manipulate the, uh, they manipulate the bones, yeah. the muscles and tendons around the bones and okay. how they're sitting. They work with the well, nervous system as well. Somebody put it on the whiteboard, dog chiropractors, <laughs> and it's continue your golf yeah. story. It's Sorry. a thing. Uh, but yesterday, Corey was annoying me. And, yeah. and uh, when he gets a bit excited and there's a little bit of alcohol involved, he's a bit of a pest. 
And I kind of was like, well, that was fun. And, you know, like, I don't know if I'm going to be doing the golfing thing again. No. Not when what? he's got a bottle of Fireball in his back pocket. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Do you if think there's just it... some things, like I thought, oh, it'd be fun. The guys normally golf and play golf. But it might be fun for the girls to join in. And then I realised. No. No. It's not a, so it's it's not not a something that you thing. do together. So that's not a couple it's thing golf. It's not a couple's thing. It's, I've never played golf with my it's wife. It's not something that you should don't do, do with your partner. What, 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 like what else? Is there any other things? Well, you, we were fighting over the buggy as thing. well, you know, like who gets to drive. Yeah. I got one for you. And he condescendingly said, well, you drive. And I thought it was because he just wanted to drink. And yeah. and then he went, no, because you always want to drive yeah. normally. And I was like, oh, do you want okay. another one? Have we started already? Like we haven't even got into the yeah. day yet. And here golf, we are definitely. arguing. Yeah, go for sure. Over who should drive. Give us another one. Monopoly. Because it always ends with the table getting flipped over, and this is a classic game of Monopoly at the end. That's how Scrabble ends for us, because neither of us can spell or know very many words. That is not a word. (laughs) Are we talking about things that couples shouldn't do together? Things that you shouldn't play with your partner or do with your partner. I mean, you you and Kath, you have a joint email address. That's definitely something that you shouldn't do with your partner. Oh, no. Try having an affair when you've got share the same email. It's impossible. Sadly for me, my wife thinks we shouldn't do sex together anymore. Come solo activity. Same boat. I can't wait for your party, old mate. Uh, (laughs) Look, phones are full. I don't care if anyone. About the men whose wives won't have sex with them. Ben in Brackenridge, what do you want to say about couples doing activities together, mate? Well, to show to prove it, it's with my ex, but uh, building flat packs. Flat packs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, You always end up with stuff left over, and then you blame your partner. Why have I got five screws left? And it's apparently built. The problem is, is you guys don't like to read instructions. I do. I'm, I'm alright. And so I read the instructions where he goes, nah, I don't need them. Don't project your husband onto Marta and I. We <laughs> yeah. will read everything you're ben, saying about ben, Cora. Can you, is there a, was there a specific moment? Yeah, so I, I got one from Amart and there was no words, it was only pictures, oh. but one of the pictures was wrong. It was just like it had the top piece the other way. So I'm like, how does it go that way? It's supposed to be this way. It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, wrong, 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 Ben, or were you wrong? Margo's, were your eyes upside down? Margot's going to be accusing you and I when we build flat packs of drinking too much fireball soon. <laughs> These are Corey problems. This is not us. <laughs>